Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Welcome to uh, Boobays. Boobays. Boobies. The podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Joshua. Yay. And you don't know this, but because it, it'll come out a week later from the first one for y'all, but it's been a month. One whole month. Yep. Since we have recorded. So I don't remember anything <clears throat> we said on the last one. If I repeat something, ignore it. Just okay. pretend it's the first time you've ever heard it. Yeah. We'll be listening first time with you when it comes out. Yep. It's so don't uh, don't be that person that's like, mm, you've already told us this. Like, fuck <laughs> off, okay? True bonding experience. <laughs> yeah, because we don't know. It's all right. Mm-hmm. We're working this out. Yeah, and the yeah. movie we watched, I last watched it a month ago. It's not streaming anymore um, until, I guess, it comes out. But that's okay. And out of theaters. Because it's still locked in the memory box of your head. No. It's there. I forget. We'll get there. Everything. We'll pull it out. Yeah. We'll I've got some articles that help stem, like. or help kick my butt a little mm-hmm. bit to remind me. Um, so that's going to be fun. Yeah. Just imagine those memories, those, those, those. those, my bad. <laughs> those memories being the key, like from Saul, and she has to get it out. Mm. Mm. We're going to go there. Mm, the Saw. Mm. I haven't thought of Saw in a long time. Yeah. Well, kind of ties into today-ish, I guess, because we're talking about The Devil Made Me Do It. Yes. Um, which, executively produced by James Wan, which James Wan was a part of Saul, right? He directed. No clue. One, I think he's he was a part of that, too. Yeah. I appreciate your knowledge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I did not know that. Mm-hmm. But I actually, I actually like want to say that he directed the first, like, three of them, like, for sure. Like, Google it, and um, I'll tell you all about my haunted-filled horror trip in California. Um... So I went to California recently, last week, two weeks, two ago. I don't know at this point. But I got to go to Madame Tussauds or Tussauds. Is it a yes? It's a yes, yeah. He, nope. he, he was the director for that one, for a few of them. Not all of them, for a few of them. There's so many now. <laughs> I, I know, right? They just keep but going. He was the overall like executive producer as well. That's dope. Oh, um, I didn't tell you about my shirt yet. Cool. I'm wearing, I got Mike Myers on my shirt. And it's him with a knife, and it says, just the tip. Just the tip. That's pretty funny. <laughs> I love that shirt, by the way. Um, didn't read Skin. it at first, but it makes like even better now. Um, so tidbit, I guess, about that is he actually is the co-creator of the Saw franchise, oh. the Insidious franchise, and the creator of the Conjuring universe. Oh, well, cool. So, I don't like Insidious at all. Hmm. I've from the same mind, though. 
Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I really couldn't give two shits about mm-hmm. any of the Insidious films. Well, also, <laughs> too, I guess maybe he didn't either because it kind of seemed like that dropped off and the focus got put on all of the Conjuring yeah. universe. Yeah. He was like, this is more successful because <laughs> it was better. More money. Yeah. Yay. Um, but, I, yeah. I, uh, I man, Insidious, it, it's just Darth fucking Maul in the first movie. It's the bad guy. <laughs> the little demon goat, man. I do remember when I first watched that, though, the uh, scene where the mother, the grandmother, is telling them how she's had a dream. Mm. Her and she saw him in the corner, and he's like... Yeah. And points at the kid. That, that, it wasn't necessarily scary, but it was just, like, something that in my head, like, I can just visually see it all the time. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. if it sticks with you, that does, that does make it scary. Yeah, I just remember going... I was in I was in high school I think when the first mm-hmm. Insidious came out it's 2010 yeah so yeah I was in high school and I remember just being like no I absolutely did, not I did really enjoy though I guess because it was James on um the cinematography of it or like even the opening how it has like that almost kind of like the conjuring does mm-hmm. too it has that like very gravitas like yeah. I don't know Mm-hmm. I think I need to go. I, I'm sure we will rewatch them and cover them mm-hmm. on here. So I do need to go back and rewatch them. And maybe I'll have a new opinion now. Maybe I'll go, oh, that was good. Or I'll come back and say, no, I still hate it. Mm-hmm. It's okay. <laughs> we'll see. But maybe I'll be able to appreciate the cinematography a little bit more. Mm. I don't think I really cared about that stuff in high school. I was like, did I scream? No. Was hate I hate it. Mm. Yeah. It's okay. So I was uncultured. It's good to have different opinions, though. So true. Can balance, bounce off of each other. Yeah, because we're probably not gonna like all the same movies. Maybe not. I remember. Sometimes I I'm real easy to please. Other times I'm not. Mm. Like with the American put Horror that Story on a stuff. shirt. <laughs> 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 with the American Horror Stories we watched the other day, I was like, "This is dumb as fuck." Yeah, it was. It was pretty. The acting was bad. The acting was so bad. One one actor in particular, but yeah, yes. overall it was a little. He ruined cringe. it for <laughs> most of the other people. And I couldn't tell if it was trying to be comedic or like I I almost on like, itself. Like, was he supposed to be that bad? Yeah, probably. I feel like no, he wasn't supposed to be that bad. But I feel mm. like horror story does HS does put comedy in mm-hmm. to an extent to like where I'm like very okay. Ryan Murphy. Yeah, I'm like, oh, can we stop? Like, I'm or here I feel to be like scared. Sometimes he does stuff that probably doesn't even he think it's not even funny to him. But then or whatever it is. Cheeky or cliche or I don't know, uh-huh. corny. Um, and then like he'll just own up to it later and be like, oh yeah, I meant to do that. Yeah, yeah. totally. Mm-hmm. Meant to, you thought that was funny, me too. <laughs> kind of thing. Wrote it myself. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyways, well, I went to Madame Tussauds, Tussauds. Yes. Wax Museum lady. Um, she's got a few of them, I guess, across the land. Mm-hmm. Or at least this great state of, or stupid. Whatever we call the country. <laughs> no, I think they're everywhere. They're even over in London and everywhere. shit. Yeah. Okay. So worldwide. She's making bank. Yeah. Good for her. She's dead. I got to see her death mask. That was pretty cool. What they is had that. Death mask. So it's when you die and they take a f- cast of your face. Oh. Yeah. I want that. Yeah, me too. Before you cremate me. You get, make like a hundred of a them, nice have little. a party, give them out as party favors. Yeah. Everybody can go and you mount them. You can all wear at my funeral. <laughs> Please all wear my face. That would be awesome. (laughs) That'd be a total like the masquerade. They'd be like, okay, yeah, this fucking bitch. She is weird. Uh, (laughs) She was full of herself the whole time. (laughs) I am. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love it. But 
um, the first, they had this little horror exhibit in the corner or in the corner. It wasn't in the corner. It was like in the <laughs> middle of everything. Um, but the first little stop was, it was Alfred Hitchcock and it was uh, psycho yeah. obviously. Ooh. And so my, as I believe I did say on the last episode was one Your of my favorite. faves. Yeah. yeah. Kind of started it all for me. Mm-hmm. Um, not scary at all, but at the time, I mean, it was pushing some, it was pushing some yeah. boundaries, when just it, like The Exorcist when was. It, when it came out, yeah. Every, you know, horror wasn't necessarily the thing that, it wasn't the, the flickers that were being made mm-hmm. them, you know, back then. So, like, there was, there was talk about people and the lines and stuff for that movie as well, coming out and being like, <gasps> and then the lines, like, I, they have footage from some of it. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can actually see some of the lines outside of the um, theaters in, I believe, Hollywood, where it's just, like, people are lined up for, like, yeah. almost a mile, it looks like. Maybe that's just a really good tram camera trick, tram or crick. Probably camera well, trick, but and we'll, it was cool. We've learned over time too that people just love to eat it up. Yeah, scare me, thrill me. That's the whole point and mm-hmm. whole reason we're here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully you are too. Yeah. I also thought this could be a great way for people who are too scared to watch horror movies, but like have someone that loves it in their life, yeah. and then they can just listen to this. Get the gist of it. Let us just, and you know. not have to be scared. Mm-hmm. So, without giving away too many spoilers and stuff. But, yeah. So, if you're listening out there and you have a friend that doesn't like watching scary movies. But you want to talk about it. Just have them listen to our make podcast. Make them listen and then you can have a, d- a discussion. Yeah. Yeah. Make your friends listen to us anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but, so I was there and the Madame Tussauds, uh, that little area... What it was, was it was a wax figure of Alfred Hitchcock holding a little director sign. They said, beep, beep. And um, then behind him was a bathtub. Mm -hmm. And it had the little, you could kind of pull the shower curtain. Um, I didn't want to touch it because I was scared to break it. (laughs) I almost knocked freaking Whoopi Goldberg over at one point. No, not Whoopi. I know. I was like, ooh. But. um, What was she as? She uh, was. From Sister Act. Sister Act. Yeah. One mm-hmm. of my favorites. That is one of my favorite movies. Sister Act 1. And I actually like 2 better. I I, I can't. Like, I watched them. I know when I was younger, but I can't say that. I no, remember They're on them. Disney+. Plus. Okay. I'm going to have to get into so, that. So, go give them a watch. Um, <laughs> but I got in the little bathtub, and then you can take the photo, and then, like, it's got, like, a nice little strobe with red and stuff. So, when you take the photo, you get a d- few different lights. But the shadow of Norman Bates is on the wall with a big old knife. Yeah. So I took a picture screaming, going, ah, Murder. behind Hitchcock, like I was in the movie. So mm-hmm. that was cool. And Did then you sent pictures, right? Mm-hmm. I think in, the, in the group chat. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I think I sent y'all the one of Psycho. I know I for sure sent y'all the one of me as Georgie with the balloons. That's the one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're, um, we're going to have to add those to the Instagram. Yes. So people can see for what sure. you're talking about. And um, so they had a big old corner that was just filled with giant red balloons. And then they had a light on it, which literally made like this iPhone mm-hmm. photo come out like almost studio quality. Like it looked, it looks cool. Yeah. And then they had a little yellow raincoat you could put on. And then, so you got to be George again, go stand in the corner. And then like the first picture of me running up there, <laughs> I just have like this look of pure joy on my face. And it's it's kind of blurry, but you can see my face being like, <gasps> It's just completely fantasy. lit up, mm-hmm. and I'm running over to the balloons while putting on this jacket. And then then I took some nice little serious ones yeah. standing with the balloons. Um, they also had Dracula, and then they had a little mummy, and you could get in the sarcophagus with him. Or not with him, next to him. They mm. had one next to him. Mm-hmm. 
And then um, they also, oh, yes, they had the TV from Poltergeist. So I got to sit down in front of that, put my little hands on it. It was a giant TV. I know they didn't have TVs this big. Yeah. But. <laughs> like as big as. It did make me look like a child. For reference. With, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was bigger than that. Mm. It made me look like I was a small, <laughs> like six or seven year old, however old she was in the film. Um, so that was cool. And, I, oh, they had an Edward Scissorhands. I don't think he was technically part of the horror exhibit. But it was still <laughs> They were like, cool. it's close enough. Put it right in the middle. Yeah. They they put him, I think it was like the next thing you could see after you walk out of that little horror mm-hmm. room. And so I got to sit in a salon chair and he has his little scissors all around the That's head. Awesome. And I was like, yay. I just saw some chick at the gym yesterday with Edward Scissors Hands <gasps> t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Give her our, uh, give her a our little name. shout out now. I, right. Mm-hmm. I will. Edward Scissorhand girl. Listen. For real, say she say, was. I gave you a shout out. And she, she was lifting too. <laughs> she was. She was getting it. She was getting them gains. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good um, for her. But yeah, and then I don't remember if I said this last time or not. But when I went on the Universal Studios tour in California, like four years ago, this mm-hmm. was not the same time. I did get to see the the set for um, Bates Motel. Like, or well, I think. For Psycho, but mm-hmm. they had the Bates Motel up at the front. They didn't have the big old house and stuff behind it, yeah. but they had Bates Motel, and then they had a little cardboard cutout of Norman Bates in the window. That's like, cool. And so that was super exciting. Yeah. That was my favorite part of the whole tour. That and the Jaws exhibit. Because I love Jaws. next to it, it's like you're like in this little car, and then all of a sudden you're next to the water, and this shark is like, doo, 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 and it like comes out, <laughs> yeah. and then it's like, fire there's fire i think i've seen videos of that online somewhere i was like what the fuck it's on fire everything's so it was hot too yes i was like we'll have to do a a whole series on jaws too yes because it's a horror film horror yeah and especially when it came out back then you know yeah everybody was terrified i'm very afraid of sharks it is the movie itself doesn't scare me just because i'm like it's same with like aliens and stuff Mm. like aliens don't scare me like Mm -hmm. i have trouble kind of classifying them as paranormal or anything like i know a lot of paranormal sci-fi yeah but like paranormal podcasts and stuff carry or cover aliens a lot and they aren't like i believe in them and if they were to actually come i would be fucking scared but it's just like when i watch like any they're already here alien they live among us they're the people in the mailboxes, just Literally. like Men in Black's head. Aw, <laughs> for real. Those are good movies. It well, is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like them. I like them, too. Did you watch the third one? I don't remember. Mm. Oh, we're way off topic. <laughs> <laughs> now we're talking about Men in Black. It's okay. It's okay. It's fine. But it would be cool. It would be cool um, to, like, go back in time and, like, visit actual sets. Yeah. Of, like, when things were being filmed and, like, see how, how everything was. Maybe we'll become famous enough. <laughs> then we'll get to go on current movie sets yes that would be freaking amazing so if you're hearing this we're here yeah if you let us on your movie set we won't diss your movie mm-hmm. <laughs> you'll get all the boos from us yes all the boo ratings all the boo ratings um but right now we are about to diss a movie no no <laughs> i am I, I i in hindsight <laughs> i've i've thought a lot over it and i, I kind of enjoyed it i mean I, we will say that it's the lesser of the trilogy yes but and i believe we did say earlier but yes we are talking about the conjuring the devil three. made me do the it the devil made me do it dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> oh drink that water 
<laughs> I can't do my devil voice. <laughs> it's too early. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, the devil made me do it. Gonna be talking about that one. Um, third movie in the Conjuring franchise trilogy mm-hmm. in um, the well in the Conjuring series because mm-hmm. yeah, with the whole apart from the other franchise, movies. they've got some spinoffs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so we watched it right after. We, I mean, we watched it the day it came out. Yeah. Um, and then we also watched. The Exorcist right before the it. Exorcist, yeah. Yeah. And so we watched them together and that's why we were like, ah, oh, we'll do this one next week. We weren't expecting to not record again for a month. So. <laughs> Life just kind of comes at you. Yeah. Um, but we're gonna, you know, try our best to recount it and do everything. And it really wasn't a terrible movie. Mm-hmm. I will say I was like a little bit glad it wasn't still on HBO Max because then I was gonna <laughs> have to watch it again. <laughs> Sit through the whole thing. Oh, That's the horror. I in was itself. gonna. I was gonna skip through parts. It's like um, which is saying a lot because I absolutely love the Conjuring universe. Yeah, the first one. I saw that multiple times in theaters. It's like a Christmas tradition for my father and us to watch it. Yeah. I don't know why. Oh, I love that. It's, it's, we watch it like almost every time we're together, mm-hmm. uh, which happens to just be Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, set the alarm. Yep. It's, it's like a Christmas movie for us. Yeah. And no point does it cover Christmas, but that's fine. Well, it's bringing the family together, and isn't yeah. that what Christmas is really? The holiday spirit. A holiday spirit. Mm-hmm. I won't say Christmas. And spirits. Mm, I love it. The devil. Yeah. Hopefully the devil's not in any of my family. <laughs> if it is, it's probably me. It seemed like such a hassle to have to deal with nowadays. Yeah. Like, I'm I got sure no time for a, possession. I'm sure there's an app, though, that could exercise them. Probably now. They got that for everything. And just start, like, hit playing and start speaking, speaking Latin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and then it can't stop if it sees that you're reacting poorly and stuff. So yeah, literally, it'll be fine. Let the and the AI handle. Although it. they could probably, I feel like a demon could One come over. One day we are gonna get a movie where it's like AI versus spirits. Oh, dope! Someone yeah, get on it. I'd watch it. I would too. Actually, that sounds, like, that sounds like a Netflix special, like straight to Netflix kind of thing. Okay, let's go Netflix. Pick it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I, I really do love the Conjuring universe. I had, you know, not every single film in it has been great. La Llorona, we don't talk about. It's fine. Mm. We just pretend that movie never existed. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, speaking of La Llorona, um, the same director, Michael Chev- Chase, mm-hmm. Chaves, um, he's the same guy who directed this movie. Um, the Devil Made Me Do It. Love so it. when I found that out, I was like, oh, this makes more sense. Makes more sense. Yeah, I had real high hopes for that because the whole lore behind La Llorona is like, oh, yeah. sorry, I'm going to say it's so white. Um, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, it's amazing. And so when that movie came out, I was like, oh. And I had high hopes because Velma yeah. was in it. Oh, Velma. <sighs> RP. She's not dead. But, but that movie. That performance. That, yes, is dead to <laughs> Dead me. in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, we'll talk trash about that later. Next time. I'm sure. We're going to be covering the whole s- franchise. Um, but the first, I've seen, I've seen at least, at least 50 times. Mm-hmm. Easy. Yeah. The second one I've seen multiple times too. And I will say, they recently put that on Netflix. And it, I tried to watch it by myself. And there's a lot of toys involved in that yes. movie and i collect a lot of dolls the crooked man yes and so then i i was sitting by myself like watching it 
and in the dark and stuff mm. with all my dolls <laughs> and like <laughs> little circus like crackers and toys yes. and stuff next to me and i was like i've been to your house oh. and i know you have so many dolls in yeah there. And, and so I, I started to get a little bit nervous and i actually did have to turn it off because mm. i was like oh fuck this is getting to me right now and guys this so isn't like just it. like this these are like porcelain dolls like with no eyes spooky, some with no arms spooky looking dolls once named annabelle she has her whole chair Literally. I did really like most of the Annabelles. There's a few I don't, wasn't the biggest, like, I didn't hate them. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, yeah. But this one, this one. Mm, the devil made me do it. I had high hopes, was super excited for it to come out. Same. We both were, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and overall, it was good. Like, I enjoy the stories that they were mm-hmm. covering. Um, it just, it fell short. It did. Well, I guess, too, maybe because um, James Wan directed the first two mm-hmm. and he has such a strong like vision and like um, I think in the way that he makes a movie, you yeah. know, and the pacing and how it goes. And this one was it was so convoluted, like it was almost hard to keep up with the storyline because it was everywhere. Yeah. And I understand that like a lot of that is kind of how it happened, but I felt like they were trying to tie in too many things at once mm-hmm. to really make it like a clear movie yeah well because what they were doing is they were trying to play off of the true story of um arnie johnson mm-hmm. right and his whole case and how he was the first person to claim you know demonic possession the mm-hmm. devil made him do it um for murder but somehow along the lines because you know it's hollywood and they've got to you know spaz it up a little bit spice it up um they started getting into like more of like the witchcraft and like bringing in this other yeah. third character into it. Yeah, and, the, and that's where it like really started to lose me. And then the attacks on like the Warrens themselves, mm-hmm. kind of thing. I don't think that was legitimate. Um, and then my other thing with so Ed, well Ed wasn't able to, but Lorraine Warren actually offered like her help for the first two movies. Like she mm-hmm. helped you know state whether or not she. Like this actually happened and kind of helped guide it. And of course they had to take some artistic liberties Mm -hmm. because it's Hollywood. They got to dramatize it a little bit. Um, But unfortunately she died before this one went into production. So she was not able to be there. Um, And this one focused on the Warrens kind of the most of the three. More on their family. Yeah. And so, um, but there was just some stuff like where it got into the Warrens itself. And so like, it felt like there was like four different storylines happening throughout the entire movie. I can agree with you on that. And I was like, what, what, like pick one or mm-hmm. two. I mean, like I'm fine with, I can keep up with a film with, it's got, you know, multiple, multiple kind of plots going. Mm-hmm. But this one was just so much. Maybe like they, he bit off more than he could chew. Yeah. Yeah. And was trying to fit it into like an hour and whatever long it is. Yeah. yeah. They could have, they could have i feel like made two movies out of the stuff that they had or just left out the Mm -hmm. witchcraft stuff which i believe some of it actually did kind of spawn from like i believe that like planting underneath the house kind Mm -hmm. of thing was actual yeah um but it i don't know i feel like they just kind of ran with it yeah it really took center hold of the whole movie Um, and then overall it wasn't very terrifying there was one scene where i went <laughs> that would freak me right the fuck out if oh, I saw it. And it yeah. was when, yeah, Lorraine, the tunnel scene. The tunnel scene, yes. And so she's running and she's got that mirror image of like her with her. Mm-hmm. And that I, I saw that and I was like, 
oh no, that would make me want to piss my pants. Like, yeah, I'd freak out too. Yeah. And so, and then even then, like I was watching it and I went, oh, nope. Like <laughs> that's, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah. And, but literally no other part of that movie. I was like, no. Nah. Yeah. And then like the little boy at the beginning. I don't know. I was like, how's your body not dead? <laughs> oh yeah. Well, an actual fact of that too, is I saw some back uh, behind the scenes stuff is they actually had a real, like, I'm sure she's like Russian or European or something like that. You know, she, um, is a contortionist. Oh. And so that was a real person doing that. Yeah. And they just put like, uh, a little boy. like the green mask oh, yeah, like over her head CGI and, and they CGI his dope. face and head over her body. Yeah. Cause that, Ooh, that body was moving. Yeah. It no. was doing some wild was shit. All real. Dope. That's cool. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. I have a more appreciation for that scene. Give them props yes. for that. Yeah. And I did, I thought that maybe they were going to go a little bit further with that. Um, I, and I got this one confused with the ex, like the actual case behind the exorcist, mm-hmm. um, what inspired it. And I believe I briefly mentioned that on, on last, last week's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, because the, the way that the exorcist actually happened was now I don't have his name pulled up anymore, but that haunting, it all stemmed from this little boy and being with his aunt and the aunt like kind of was into spiritualism and stuff like that. Had a Ouija board. They played with it together and then it invited a spirit into the house, um, which that kind of happens in this film, doesn't it? It happens in the exorcist. Or it actually does happen in the exorcist, but with the girl. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because she's downstairs. Yes. That's right. Okay. So I keep getting them confused. Well, it's because I feel like too, also this movie did play a lot of homage to the actual exorcist movie. Like we saw in, in in that scene when, um, the guy, the priest is pulling up to the house. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And how it kind of yes. really emulates the exorcist. That's And how true. it does that. The opening. The and opening then scene. The house itself. Was very similar. Was very similar to the actual house of that possession. Mm-hmm. So that, I think that's why at first I was like, oh, because Zach Bagans and Ghost Adventures, not my faves, but um, I still watch it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they actually did go do like a ghost. Uh, I think it was their hundredth episode they did that house of that um, possession. Mm -hmm. And so the house looks pretty similar, except for I don't think it was actually brick. It was, or it was brick and not like paneled, but the shape of the house and everything Mm -hmm. was quite similar. Um, So that's kind of an aside, but it did, it felt like it paid a lot of tribute because in my brain, I was getting them confused. Well, and coming from just watching the two as well, it was, it was back to back. So, yeah. I can see that. But um yeah, no, they paid homage. I did like um or well in and going back to um hindsight thinking over it, they really set it up to where it was very like um from the get go, like we jumped into it and Ed oh, has yeah. that heart attack, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. at the very beginning. So at that point it's already like he's out of commission and yeah. like they're trying to fight this demon and spirit. And, and that's and like his he's, job. He's the only one that knows that <laughs> The character who took, um, so if y'all haven't seen it, just laying the groundwork, it starts off with a child who is demon possessed. The whole family is there. Ed and uh, Lorraine are there and they're trying to exercise the demon out. And at some point, uh, the brothers, the brother has a sister, has a boyfriend who is there and he tells the demon, leave, come into me. Yeah, like leave him alone. Leave him alone. Um, And that is our main character. And main one of one four of the, main yeah. characters, Arnie and, Johnson. And I will also say, um, 
I would, rule number one, maybe don't tell the demon or spirit to enter your body. Yeah. Um, willingly. I guess I, I understand where he's coming from. If I was seeing a young kid going mm-hmm. through that, like, and it was someone I cared about because he was very clear, like they were talking about getting married, stuff like that. Um, so it's like, he's close to his family. It's not the like some brother, little not, kid. Not the little kid. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like it, he wasn't, it's not like he had just started dating this bitch and they were, mm-hmm. you know, not very close. Like this, I'm, I'm sure he viewed this little boy as like somewhat of a Family. brother to himself. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think if I was in a similar situation, I'd probably be like, yeah, no, leave him the fuck alone. You know, mm-hmm. come fuck with me kind of thing. And, and that's exactly what it did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it and did so, that we end up with him. And so <laughs> now we have a full grown adult possessed and, um, but not seeming to like, remember, like no one seemed to remember that he said that. Yeah. And so I was like, y'all were all fucking there in the room. You were literally like a foot away from him. Maybe there were just, like someone, I don't think Lorraine was maybe nearby and the like mom, but like the girlfriend was, was there. she was there. Ed was like going in and out of consciousness on the floor, but, or maybe Lorraine was like shit in her pants over him. Understandably, like her husband just like had a heart attack. Yeah. Well, that girlfriend too, though, is one story in itself because I mean, she was playing stupid the whole movie. Oh my God. What? Yeah. I was just like, bitch, like. <laughs> y'all all heard this voice like come into me and then all of a sudden the little boys healed like what do y'all think happened <laughs> i mean come on because yeah then everyone was just like well, i don't know why he's acting like that he's acting a little bit weird <laughs> for like, real no, no shit no, and then Johnny's like he's got a demon in him he seemed to have no recollection that he said that for a yeah. little bit and then all of a sudden he did mm-hmm. remember and i was like well what is going on with y'all like it, it, of course he's possessed as if the McCrispy couldn't get any better, Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispy, available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It was, um, I think, just the lack of like, I don't know where they were going with that. I don't know like, either. I feel like maybe that is just a legitimate plot hole. Yeah. And they were like, oh, well, we'll have them play dumb so that way the demon can lie like dormant a little while longer yeah to build more on this other story arc that we've got going on yeah Yeah. and so then that that way you know it could grow and stuff and then you know then he offers like to the girl he's like let's get out of here let's leave let's move out of because the warrens are nearby Mm -hmm. and so this demon's like let's get the hell out of dodge so they can't exercise me yeah let me keep using this vessel because he wants to raise hell yeah and Mm -hmm. then no one's putting two and two together and I'm like, no, what is wrong with y'all? Even well, even because he's clearly distri- displaying like mm-hmm. unnatural tendencies. Well, I think what is it? It doesn't happen until Lorraine has like another vision or something, and she's just like something's wrong. Yeah, she got. I think it was when he actually commits the murder. Oh, and he kills that guy. That's right. Yes. That's right. And so that is that is a part of it. Actual mm-hmm. fact. Like mm-hmm. they were living above. They were renting an apartment above mm-hmm. these kennels, dog kennels, and they were also simultaneously working there. Um, and so the owner of those kennels, who, so their landlord, essentially, mm-hmm. um, they were hanging out with him, just like it shows in the movie, you know, and 
that guy was being cracker. And I'm like, I would have stabbed yeah. him if I was sane. Literally. Really, but I mean, they of. told that guy, they told that actor to come in and just be level 10, obnoxious as hell. Dick. And dick and a drunk. And just nasty. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, he was coming on, like, to the girl, wasn't yeah. he? So he was being inappropriate with her. I don't know if that actually happened in real life, but in the movie. And um, so, obviously, yeah, like, he was already, I believe, factually, he was crazy possessive mm. of his girlfriend and like kind of was like already like they're already married but they're not <laughs> yeah but i guess so like, that would have happened without the possession or not is yeah, what you're saying it's like <laughs> the moment you start touching his girl he's like no that's Back mine off. and i'm gonna stab you um but so that actually did happen they were hanging out and i do believe alcohol was actually involved mm-hmm. um and then he ends up stabbing the man some, walks off it was 26 times right yeah there was, was a it was certain a, amount yeah it was yeah. A, a lot yeah 20 something for sure mm-hmm. um and then he walks off i don't really know what happens to the girl in the mo- or like where she goes maybe she passes out or something but because then he's just walking the streets bloodied and like at this point they're saying like you know he's yeah in yeah. possession mode and the cop comes and pulls him up mm-hmm. you know walks up to him or Drives next by him to him. And that does actually happen as well. Like, I don't know if it happened, like, on a roadside, but he does get to the police station and it's essentially, like, I think I hurt someone mm-hmm. because he's covered in blood. Yeah. And, and so he doesn't even remember it. He doesn't remember it, mm-hmm. which is, like, okay. Um, and I've heard of, like, even weirder, like, sleepwalking. Mm-hmm. People have killed people in their sleep. Yeah. Legitimately, like, there's this one guy who I, there's quite a few people who try to claim sleepwalking. Mm-hmm. But there, there's this one case where this guy, like, I think he just, like, he definitely was not, I he had to have been, I guess, conscious because he, like, drove a car. Oh. But he was not in his right mind. Uh-huh. And he essentially murdered his parent-in-laws and has, like, no memory. And then once he came to, he drove himself to the police station and was like, I've done something terrible. I don't remember doing this. Like. I've had an issue of sleepwalking before. And he's like, I think. I just murdered my in-laws. Mm-hmm. And brutally, too. Everybody's dream But, right like, there. he turned himself. <laughs> <laughs> he turned himself, like, immediately in. And so I feel like it was kind of a similar case with this guy. Because he's like, I've done something wrong. Yeah. Like, and he didn't have a Oh, I couldn't imagine. And if you had, like, a, um, like a dissociative episode or something where you literally detach from your mm-hmm. physical self... And some other part of you, like, I mean, mental illness is very real real, and I, it's totally possible whether or not, you know, demon actually did it is another case. Yeah. It's um, a very hard, you know, especially back then too, I guess, because nothing like that was ever, you know, it was the yes. first of its time. Yeah, so it's the like first person to claim this. And even too back then mental health in itself, there is there are leaps and far <laughs> yes. beyond what we know now than we did back then. Yeah. That was not yeah, the mental health issues. Like weren't a thing. No, not we at all. Pretend they didn't exist. And, and if we did, if they did, you locked them in the loony bin house and which was overpopulated. All, all kinds of shit would yeah. happen in the, those, you know, we've seen ratchet. Very we've awful. seen asylum. Yes. We've seen, yeah. All of those so. um, terrible, terrible conditions. But yeah, so he actually did uh, go turn himself in, stuff like that. Claimed to have no memory of it, which I can totally see. Um, was the first person to claim demonic possession. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, because of that, it garnered worldwide attention. Mm-hmm. Like 
the entire world was actually focused on this case. Uh, like people, I remember reading something that was like people from Switzerland, like all across news channels were calling in, trying to get interviews with him. But at this point he was incarcerated Yeah, because like, I mean, how, how are they going to prove it? Yeah. They had to put him in jail. Like he still murdered someone, but he only served five of his 10 to 20 year sentence, I believe is what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, in actuality, I think in the movie, it was maybe like a couple months. Something like that. Yeah. It didn't feel very I don't long. Remember, it to was, be honest. again, one of four storylines. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. And then th- we went on the storyline of, uh, well, there was, we're talking, we're missing a whole other character, uh, John Noble, who played that guy, that creepy guy, who, it was his daughter, who, who was the witch. Oh, right. That whole storyline. Yeah, that, yeah. Of so, how they went to go see him and he knew what was going the on. The whole time and he was just like, what? He said something about chicken shit or something, didn't he? Something. There's a weird, like, I don't even know. He was line. one really creepy. If yeah. I would have seen him, I would have said, no, let's have this conversation outside. Yeah. Not inside your and house. Yeah, and then, like, down in his weird little basement. And even Lorraine was like, I'm, Ed, I don't know about this. Yeah, something's I don't, like, wrong down here. something really bad here. Mm-hmm. Um, and he I'm also like trust your psychic fucking wife. For real, she yeah. knows shit. Um, he, I mean, he's been in a lot of other things, so he's a really good actor. So he just uh-huh. he knows how to he play did that a great very job. creepy. Like yes, he was unsettling. Mm-hmm. Very like, just the made way me uncomfortable. He talked. Yeah, I was like, ooh. And even that ooh. in itself, like sometimes you don't even have to be like scared out of your mind, but just that feeling of unnerved and uncomfortable is yeah. horror in itself. You yeah. Because so. that's yeah. I mean, honestly, that what I would probably his character I would classify as like one of the scarier aspects he was the actual movie. villain of the yeah. movie and well like, he really was because he knew what was happening knew, and then yeah. at the end when she com- goes back and confronts him again about it he's like i just couldn't because she's my daughter yeah and I'm he like, tries to like cover it up or and he vi- eventually is like okay she, i should tell the truth and then she murders she his murders ass him right so there. fast mm-hmm. she slices his neck like she a fish fillet two shits she literally and here he was trying to protect her literally and she was like also she looked weirdly old like it gave me um mm-hmm. like reverse orphanage mm, vibes yeah. or the orphan whatever that one oh, was maybe. where she was like 30 but looked like she was 15 or but whatever maybe because like she, she was the, what, whichever demons she was praising or trying to like bring back up Drain like in her the, life literally they were not the good ones that gave her like the glamorous good skin yeah like if you're gonna like sell your soul like at least, at least get, get something get pretty for yeah. real like don't even <laughs> not like what give me no pores i think Thanks. that's even the more horror of it all is i think she was just doing for the thrill of it she mm-hmm. was just like i love she didn't satan. give a fuck that she, she looked said, nasty satan daddy yeah because we we thought she was a man at first we yeah. kept calling her daddy didn't we yeah. the whole movie we we're like "Ooh, what up daddy because she like comes down and chokes arnie or something yeah. at first and we were like okay daddy for real <laughs> And then we realized, oh, shit, that's a woman. And still. <laughs> so kudos for being an androgynous character. 2021 can be um, whatever you want. That's true. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> What's your pronoun? Possessed. Possessed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, new. Mm. We'll have to add that. Literally. Um, <laughs> then there's also the little boy. So they still keep following him. And it's like they go back the beginning and kind of show how he got possessed and how this old character like kept kind of appearing to him and the waterbed thing actually did happen mm-hmm. but um so at this one point they it's like when they're moving into this house yeah they find this waterbed that was left by a previous tenant 
And uh, the little boy is like, ooh, a waterbed, like any fucking seven-year-old is. Mm-hmm. Like, Bloop. it's exciting. Yeah. I was telling them, I was like, my brothers and I used to, you know, those big old toy tubs yeah. that you can store stuff in. We'd get, put it on the bed. One of us would get inside of it. They'd lock the lid, and then the other of us would jump, jump on the waterbed. <laughs> and you'd just so be tumbling like, everywhere. Yeah, so we were like a little ship at sea. Yeah. <laughs> and that was how we entertained ourselves. I love that. Um, So, like, waterbeds are exciting. They are exciting. My parents had one when I was younger, too, for a little while. It's fun. Yeah. I like, well, now I don't really want one after seeing the scene. Um, <laughs> same with the the haunting, uh, which is based off of, it's got fucking Owen Wilson in it. Um. The haunting, yeah, it's oh. based off of like the same Hill House. Mm. Um, okay, it's one of the many films and stuff based inspired off of, of yeah. off of Hill House. Um, it came out in I think either the late nineties or early two thousands. Um, but I have a like petrifying fear of canopy beds mm. because of that movie. Still it's stuck with. So you. yeah, we'll have to cover that one because that's okay. It is one of my favorites. I'll have to watch still. it. I haven't even seen that. Okay, maybe we'll do that next week. Yeah, oh, we'll actually, see. there's one. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Because then there's another one I want to also suggest. It's a mixed so bag. It's a surprise. You'll just all have to stay tuned to see what we bring to you. Yeah, because we don't want to commit ourselves to something again like commitment. this. Commitment. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah. That's that's horror. It. Next <laughs> that's week we're talking about commitment. <laughs> <laughs> the true horror. Oh, um, but so this little boy, he goes, he finds this waterbed, and he's like sitting down on it, and um, he gets. Like he lays on it and then all of a sudden the ghost comes up like behind him and it's mm-hmm. like <laughs> sucking him into the bed or whatever. <laughs> Get the good S-U-C-C. Yep. Oh no. <laughs> but apparently in all actuality, what happened was he was standing in front of the bed and then this old man who is what comes to possess him mm-hmm. essentially pushes him onto the bed and then he gets like trapped in the waterbed oh. and this man is like holding him down. Um, and so that's what actually happened. But that's not as exciting or terrifying as something coming from within the waterbed. And just snatching it in. Yeah, because now it was pretty creepy. Both are dramatic, though. So yes. In and itself. Yeah. Mm. Wouldn't prefer either of those things to happen to me. Well, and then I also got very, like, um, Hitchcock-y vibes, too, when he was in that shower tub, remember? Mm-hmm. At, at the beginning, and then there's the little demon hand you see at yeah. the top. And that's very, like... Yeah, yeah. yeah, I thought a little bit more was going to happen there. Yeah, and that 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 scene was pretty cool. Yeah, I did like that, and they did a good job with that kid. Like, I kind of wanted yeah. to see more of his actual like, I possession. Feel exactly. Maybe if they would have, it could have been a good two part movie. Yeah. You're right, because it could have been a three and a four because they could have focused more on how that little boy and his possession and stuff and whatever, and then, and then, then got the into set the Arnie. part two, go into how Arnie at the end like. A good ending scene instead of starting with that would have been at the end of the first like would be Arnie Coming taking in yeah. yeah and then cliffhanger and then starting on conjuring with universe hire us to write your movies literally and then out. going on to the next one because they did also tie in that other girl remember that other girl who murdered her friend in the woods oh her, right her lesbian lover I think like twenty six times she got she stabbed her it's the same movie it's the same movie I'm so confused I need to watch it again. Remember, because Lorraine goes to go investigate, and she oh, goes to right. that cop, and he tries to like, oh, if you're psychic, which knife is the right, one that? Right, right. And she chooses the right one, and that's he's like, right. Yeah, okay, yeah, I do remember yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole other little plot there. Yeah, that was too going much. On. It was just, it was so much to follow. And then my last qualm, <laughs> the film <laughs> was the acting. Mm. I was so confused because 
Verm, Vera Farming. Vera Farmiga. Farmiga. I always mm-hmm. say Farmingja. <laughs> Farmiga. <laughs> Vera. She's a fantastic actress. Mm-hmm. In the Bates Motel like television series, series yeah. she was amazing. In the first two Conjurings, amazing. Mm-hmm. And then she came in and it was too many like... <gasps> kind of things you know know what that is baby look at the material yeah that's the material right there she said honey i'm gonna give you what i can yeah (laughs) look at the script (laughs) but yeah the script like i don't know and it was just i don't know if they were rushed for production or something Mm. too because it was just everything the pacing to me was off yeah um and that's really a juxtaposition of like what the other first two movies to me were they really they pace themselves they go, really, yeah. really well. Like, and, like, I mean, it's not right off the gate. You get to the build, really the climax, experience everything. Yeah, it's all kind of happening at the right note and time. Um, and this one was just like because this one too, boom, like boom, 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 boom. in the other movies, in a I didn't. Way. I would. You're you're there for the ride, right? Mm-hmm. And this one, I would feel myself like dipping off the ride, like oh, it's kind I don't of really care. Yeah, yeah. No, we're back again. Is oh, this over okay. yet? Yeah. So I can see that. Yeah, and then uh, the guy who helps with their sound equipment mm-hmm. he wasn't in the second one i don't think but he was in the first one and i loved oh, his character and yes. the first one he was amazing you know he was kind of flirting with that girl but i'm pretty sure he had some hardcore sexual tension with, with that, the cop with the cop mm-hmm. um and i i shipped them that would have been fun I shipped them too. small little country boy cop you know with his little <laughs> handlebar mustache and his guns and Literally. then, like, going for this cutie with a tight little booty. Mm-hmm. With his 70s style. Uh, yeah, little bell bottoms. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Loved him. I had a crush on him. Me too. Very cute. He is so cute. Mm-hmm. And then in this one, I was like, he oh. had never acted before in his life. <laughs> Literally. I was like, what are you doing? And then also, too, it's it like he so had, bad. remember, they're going over, like, uh, trying to put together how everything comes into relation geographically, like mm-hmm. with, you know, why is this all linked up, you know? And he oh, just right. happens to know, oh, but it's because the trains don't run here at this time. And then it's like, buddy, mm-hmm. here you are just perfectly giving us this good information when you, well, you know? Sitting here, though, yeah. Literally, it's, it, I think this movie relied on that, where it's like the trope of like, oh, we're going to go through all this, and people had the whole information the whole time, and we're going to learn later. Yeah. <laughs> and it just, it just wasn't well executed. Mm-hmm. I mean... Had maybe I not come in, I no, I still think standalone. Like if I hadn't loved the Conjuring movies beforehand, mm-hmm. um, and I just happened to stumble across this one, or if it was the first one made, I'd, I still don't think I would have been the biggest fan of it. Yeah, I it honestly probably would have prevented me from watching the other two. <laughs> you wouldn't have as big of a first. yeah standard for it. Yeah, so maybe that is the, the problem in itself. It's just. I said that so many times today in and yeah. of itself. But that's uh, it's a yeah. great phrase. Maybe, you know, our standard was just to, you know, we gave the others yeah. a little bit too much. They were on a little pedestal. But they are good. They are good. They are very good. Yeah, love them. Um, so for me, I, it's it maybe got two boos. Two boos from you? Two boos. Mm, that's a hot. Maybe. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> You and know, I'm talking okay. the only other way I could go is down. Mm. I really did not enjoy it. So for me, I think I'm willing to give it a good 3.5 boos. Mm. A three, a three and a half boo. Ooh. Um, but booba. yeah, a booba. booba. Yeah, I think we, we decided <laughs> on that last time, a booba. But uh, yeah, I, I, I'll watch it again. I probably but, won't. Like if someone else wanted to watch it. Oh, yeah. Not like just willingly by myself. Uh-huh. 
Um, I did ask my dad if he had seen it, and he was like, no, I need to. And I was like, you don't necessarily need to. Yeah. But if you still want to. I was like, I still would recommend watching it Mm. just to watch it. Like, I mean, especially if you followed the whole series, because then I have heard people who really love it. Yeah. I'm just not one of those people. Yeah. That is my own opinion. Was not my fave. I'm there a hard are middle. A billion other horror movies I'd rather watch. Yeah. <laughs> Which we are going to get into. Yes. So super excited about that. Yeah. So, um mm. and there's even a lot of horror going on right now too, like that's coming out and it's like not even like, you know, usually stuff comes out Halloweenish, you know, yeah. more fall. Yeah, no, there but are some horror movies coming out that like, look pretty interesting. There are. And there's stuff like on Netflix too that's been coming out too. Netflix so. has been putting out some real good ones mm-hmm. and then especially now that they're getting into foreign which is awesome mm-hmm. um and then that's my whole favorite thing about shutter is the collection of foreign films mm-hmm. that they have on there chef's kiss, chef's kiss. they're freaking good okay real good so we'll definitely cover some you hear that shutter please sponsor us sponsor us sponsor us we, um, we love you we i love pay you, for shutter. i've already paid for the year but you know <sighs> if you want to come in with something else or give our listeners <laughs> yeah yeah if you want to come great. in 10% off their trial mm-hmm. you know they'd love that we'd appreciate it. it gives us a lot more content to talk about exactly so. um but so as always we are in <laughs> we want to be sponsored we are in the lovely rogue media network studios and we are actually here today and hopefully We'll be coming out with this soon. Yeah. Like our voices. I mean, I've told so many people and they're like, I want to listen to this. Literally, I've told so many people too. And like, I've had one dude the other day be like, I like, tried to look up your part. I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's, it's not there yet. It's not on there yet. We're, we're getting, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're working on it. So hopefully soon I have a friend designing the cover art for us. Uh, you cool made ones. the theme song. I made the theme song. And then we came in and put weird spooky sounds over it. So I've got some more music coming for y'all. We've got some stuff on instagram and on Mm -hmm. the social media so you can follow us at right now it it will be so it's going to be boo bay's podcast all one word Mm -hmm. and that's on instagram we don't have a facebook at the moment but maybe we'll get there yeah we'll see who uses facebook i try not to open it now Mm -hmm. um but and then eventually maybe we'll get into a patreon Mm -hmm. to where we can do extra content we are talking about if you're in the waco area doing live shows and like live streamings in which we kind of narrate and offer our opinion on the film as it goes. So it's going to be interactive. Like y'all can talk to stuff like that. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, Maybe if you're a Patreon donor, you'll get free entrance or Mm -hmm. discounted entrance to it because. Or get to be up on stage with us and having your own interjection. Exactly. Because we got to make money somehow. And so does Rogue Media. And we're excited to meet y'all too and interact and have that, you know, share of, you know, horror. We just love horror. We want to meet more of y'all. Yeah, because I don't have a lot of friends that actually want to talk horror films with me. So you're my only one. (laughs) (laughs) And we started a podcast. Yeah. So there we go. If you love horror, join the discussion. Follow us on Instagram. Um, You can find us on all of your really need needed streaming platforms you can find mm-hmm. us on apple you can find us on spotify yep you can also find us on google play on amazon music or podcast i, I think so yeah mm-hmm. and pandora mm-hmm. pretty sure we also stream there so we're literally wherever you listen you can find us um and most importantly do not forget to rate review and subscribe that is the only way we can get anywhere in this world we need you yeah so just it takes like two seconds yeah. you know hit five stars only 
Only five only booze. Five stars. Don't be yeah. as harsh as we are on <laughs> Visa's us. Okay. Um, but yeah, so rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends, and yeah. Yeah, it was Tune fun. in next week to see which film we settled on. Yeah. It's uh, going to be a good one, though, no matter what, because I need to, we need to talk about one I enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> It'll definitely be that. Yeah. Boo for now. Boo for now. has been a Rogue Media Podcast.